Welcome to Faithful Not Flawless. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia. I'm Carrie. And I'm Julia. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about bondage. (laughs) (laughs) Not that way. (laughs) So go ahead and grab a drink, um, maybe a blanket, cuddle up on the couch, and let's get ready to get real. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to talk about Jesus, the bondage breaker. Mm. So have you ever experienced irrational or negative thoughts or emotions? Have you ever felt that you're not enough, not qualified, not able to do something that God's asked of you? Did you know that Christians can be held into bondage by these thoughts and emotions? Being God's child does not mean that you are sinless. Because our old selves was crucified and buried with Christ, we don't have to sin anymore. That's 1 John chapter 1 and 2. As a Christian, we sin when we choose to believe. When we choose to believe a lie or when they act independent of God. We are not identified as terms such as being an alcoholic, a victim, or an addict. We may struggle with some of these, however, we're not identified as these. Our identity is within Christ and He within us. Romans 8 and 9 says that we are not of the flesh, but of the Spirit, that the Spirit of God dwells within us. First, we should pray. Pray for guidance, for discernment, then guard our hearts and our minds, and not lay down our armor ever. Put on the full armor of the Lord and recognize and believe that your identity is in Christ. When we fully recognize the truth, the truth sets us free. The truth is within the Word of God and actually believing it, repeating it verbally over yourself in the situation. We don't need to have a power struggle with Satan. We don't need to defeat him. Christ already did that. Now walk in the freedom that Christ provided freely to you accept the gift of identity within Christ. It is our gift to accept and believe that the truth of this will set us free. Create a truth encounter. Satan hates you. He hates the truth and you will thwart his strategy of destruction for your life. By accepting the truth, you align yourself, your identity in Christ, and move to a higher understanding of your place within the kingdom of God. You catapult yourself into a new plateau within Christ to truly meet the calling of your life. Remember, I am a new creature in Christ. I am born again. I am free. I am chosen. I am accepted. I am a part of the family of God. God chooses me. He loves me and created me to be me. That's so good. <laughs> wow. Wow. I I love I love the Lord and I love how he just kind of deposits those um I call them mini sermons. Um <laughs> and I guess my husband can probably coin that phrase for um what you do, Carrie. It, it's, <laughs> it's so cool and um when you actually sit and read something like that and we get the opportunity to listen to you um these words that he's 
spoken to you that are so sweet and I feel like so loving and so real. Um, we're very, we're blessed. Yeah. We're just so blessed to, hear, to hear those words. Um, He's I, so good. When I hear, when I heard in there you talking about it's a gift that he's given us, mm -hmm. how many times do we feel like we're not worthy of that gift? Yes. That we haven't done enough to earn that gift mm -hmm. or, um, you know, we're too broken mm -hmm. to deserve that gift. Um, we tried to talk about, um, we had kind of thrown around a topic a, a couple weeks ago about worthy maybe it was even like a month or so ago about worthy and I've been really struggling mm -hmm. to kind of get that together yeah and then Julia had said this last week you know what if it's not worthy it's unworthy and that hit, hit it right on the head it's because so many times we feel unworthy yeah of the love of God yeah. The gift that God has given us when he gave his son. The gift of redemption. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, the gift of freedom. Right. Um, and being feeling unworthy can keep you trapped in that bondage. Yes. Um, I, you know, the Lord kind of works differently with me. He gives me these. He. I was telling the girls that... It, Throughout the journey of the podcast, really what he's revealing to me are these parts in my life of, you know, um, these dark areas in my life that are, you know, maybe something that I can share that I've experienced that someone else might be going through right now or that they've gone through and they feel mm -hmm. like those situations have made them unworthy of the love of God. Right. And um, something that I, you know, we talk about here and there is addiction. It's something that I think is really prevalent, um, has always been a, a problem, but I think is a epidemic right now. Yeah. Um, just, and I think an, the way that the economy is and everything too kind of does something to um, almost fuel that fire. You know, people are struggling already. And then anyway, but addiction is um, one of those places where I think people fall into that and then they, then unworthy, you might already feel unworthy and that's what has led you to yeah. addiction, yeah. right? You already feel like you're not good enough. Um, you need <laughs> drugs to get you through the day, mm -hmm. you know, to even sit, um, in the quiet along with yourself Ugh. Yeah. I mean I remember times where I felt that way um, I can truly say I you know I struggled in my younger years with addiction um, and I you know I've shared this with you ladies it's uh, not something of course that you're proud of um, but I think that now I'm in a season where I can be fully honest about that and maybe what I've experienced will help somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, there was a time in my life that, you know, even when I had, I had my first son, um, my ex-husband and I, we were split up and he would have my son every other weekend. And on those weekends that I did not have him, I would drink and I would use meth on those weekends. I mean, by the time I went to go pick him up, no, I wasn't using anymore. 
Um, and I was a functioning addict, quote unquote functioning addict. I mean, what is that anyway? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it was almost like a faucet. I could just turn it off and, you know, Lord, thank you for that. But I mean, there's so many people that that's not the case that you can't like, you cannot in your own strength stop that. And, um, you know, I, it took people kind of noticing close people, my, my parents noticing that something was a little bit off with me. And, um, so they just kind of paid close attention to me and, and called me out, called me out and threatened to take my son from me. And I, I mean, I just remember, you know, I grew up in a family where like, there, there was addiction. There was, I mean, it was like the eighties and you know, it was pretty prevalent. I don't know. Not every family. Okay. My family was a little different. I, I understand. But in the, where I grew up, it, you know, there, there were drugs around. Uh-huh. And so for me, I'm looking at them like, really? Are you really calling me out for this? Because I mean, I can yeah. remember, I can remember so many times that that was, those things were around anyway, but I, I still listened. Mm -hmm. I still heard them and I stopped what I was doing. And I mean, right then I did. Um, because man, did I, I love my kid and no, no way. Um, and I'm not saying that if you can't stop that you don't love your children. Um, I'm saying that the enemy maybe just has a stronger hold, Mm um, on you. And I think that they were just feeling like it's never going to get better, yeah. that you can't quit, or, you know, what is there to live for? What is there to quit for? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know I know mothers that struggle with addiction, that they've gotten clean, and they're still fighting for their kids, and they're not getting the chance to even see them, or maybe they might never get that chance until their kids are older and adults and can choose for themselves and so that can be a real kick like that can kick you and when you're down i guess and so um i just feel like in that in those moments like i feel like that's an you feel unworthy yes and so how do you lose that you lose a connection with the lord if you're letting unworthiness um take hold of you and even if you're struggling with addiction, it doesn't matter. We were talking, I mean, you could have been getting high in the parking lot and walk into church and you're ready to repent and lay that at the Lord's feet. Mm-hmm. And he is there to welcome you with open arms. Yes. And you can receive that gift of that redemption and that yes. freedom. Yes. And I, I, I walk in it daily. Um, I am a recovering addict. And whoa probably haven't ever even said that Mm -hmm. um i am a recovering addict and i believe that recovering addicts are worthy yes they're worthy of god's love they're worthy of being redeemed yes um and even if you are struggling in addiction right now Mm -hmm. right now you are worthy yes and i mean the lord is just waiting, waiting for you to make yeah, the absolutely. step to go towards him. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I just felt like I could share that, that piece of um, my experience and how that, that really did, it, it crept in the unworthiness. That's just one part of my life where I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm so dirty. Mm-hmm. And there's no way I will ever be clean enough for you, God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's just one part in my life. There's so many. And yeah. and so I totally when you said that all those words the gift is yours. Mm-hmm. The gift is yours and you don't have to work for it. Yeah. It's like Yeah. I don't know. I know it's like a heavy topic. But it is, but it is a gift. He freely yeah. gives it, and he welcomes that. Mm-hmm. No, he knows. He sees, like Julia says, he sees where you mm-hmm. are, and he still loves you despite despite oh, of yeah. what you think. He loves it. No, he loves you no matter where sin you've been in. He lo- nothing changes his love. Yes, ever. And so it's so hard for us to grasp that as human beings because we live in a world where love can be taken away if you don't act a certain oh. way. We have all this, all these different things. Oh, stipulations. All the stipulations. Oh, girl. Oh, man. Stipulations. And we live in that human world. God doesn't live in that. Right. He doesn't change. Like, he has never changed his love for you from the moment you were created. He was like... I love this one right here. Yeah. And I love them because they are them. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't change no matter what you do. I love that. I remember once um, going through divorce and walking into church and just berating myself for being a failure. Oh. I was just over and over and how I wasn't even worthy to walk in the doors. Mm. And I remember just feeling this, this horrible, horrible unworthiness sitting on the back pew hoping that no one noticed me so I'm just sitting in the back and I'm like okay God I don't deserve you I don't deserve your love I don't deserve anything that you I know I know I just don't deserve this and thank God for a Christian's obedience because I had this lovely Christian person come up to me and say hey you know what God just told me about you I was like, do I want to know? Because <laughs> do uh, I really want to know? Because right what now? I think about me. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure is he saying I don't need you to be in this church right now? Right. Did <laughs> so he tell you like, I have to leave? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, I don't know if I want to know this. No. And he said, God told me that you shouldn't be sitting in the back. You should be sitting on the front pew. Oh. Because I've put you first. Oh, yeah. And it just hit home with me. God, even what I feel, my negative emotions, my negative thoughts, the irrational feelings, you pour out your love on me and you say I'm worthy. Mm. Just come up to me. Get a little closer. Oh, yeah. Don't sit in that back there because that's not where you belong. And I'm just letting everyone else who's going through these emotions. Oh, yeah. He says the same thing. Yeah. He says the same thing. You're worthy. You're loved. We're all sisters oh, in Christ, man. right? Yes, we are. We are. <laughs> Absolutely. And he loves us. Yeah. All, all the same. Like he does. It's it's yeah. overwhelming. Yes. It truly uh, is. Just as you love your kids, mm-hmm. you know, think about that times oh. a million, yeah. you know. 
I mean, I, I it, so Isaiah 43, 1 says, but now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. Mm. We are his. Yeah. We are his children. And, you know, just like us, we would stand by our kids. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. <laughs> right, wrong, and different. We'll, we'll call them out, <laughs> and God will call you out. Yes. Don't get me wrong. God's, yes. God's, God is a wonderful, loving father, but he will also be there in a fatherly way yes. to you know, correct us correct correction yeah godly you need godly, to go left instead of that right godly correction um yes. but yeah how yeah. you know divorce addiction mm-hmm. i mean i idolatry mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. something that i'm struggling with right now yeah. you know that he a fatherly has has scolded me recently about you know putting things before him mm-hmm. and so like all those things like he would be like oh lord i'm just not worthy of yeah. you and many times his disciples even said i'm not worthy yeah. of you and and no no like y- you might you'll never you don't like have to be, be you don't have to be worthy yeah he that's says, the thing Come live in me and i live in you yeah i I am worthy. So if you are in me and I am exactly. in you, then you are worthy. Exactly. Exactly. He is the worthy. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I do. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we're just lucky enough to to sit here and be able to to say, you know, the things that we have gone through and be able to share those things. Um, and Put a biblical perspective right um, on it too. Right, and that was kind of our goal: is not to to talk about the things that you know are sitting in the dark, mm-hmm. and um, you know things like I said. I I totally thought that that's like <laughs> not even. I mean, it's the furthest thing from my mind because it's been so many years. I mean, my son is going to be seventeen. So it's been it's it's been quite some time, yeah. and um, I, but he just brings it up, and I think that there's someone that it, you know, obviously there's some there's people struggling yes. with addiction and um, with all divorce, the, all the things, all the things, all the things that cause that um, cause this. That Satan tries to put a hold on that. Oh yeah, the bondage. And he, he he wants he to to keep you that stronghold yes. on you where you don't think yeah. that you're good enough. That's where we need to apply the truth mm-hmm, because truth. the truth really does set us free. Yeah. He says that you know mm-hmm. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's the truth. If you speak the truth over yourself, and what over your read family, that again? Read what you were reading the the part about I am chosen. I am yes. I am a new creature in Christ. <sighs> I'm born again. I am free. I'm chosen. Mm-hmm. I'm accepted. I'm a part of the family of God. He loves me. He chose me, and He created me to be me, not someone else, mm-hmm. but you. 
Oh my goodness. If you could even, if you are feeling unworthy, mm -hmm. if you could just, those positive, it's like positive affirmations, right? If you could just say those things, I am chosen, mm -hmm. I am redeemed, He loves me, yes. He calls me by name. Yes. My identity is within Him. Yes. You know, I'm not, I'm not identified by addiction. I'm not identified no. by divorce. I'm not identified by molestation. I'm not identified by, you know, all the things. There's, all those. Yeah. All those fleshly things. Yes. We are not identified yes. by that. Like you said about victim. I'm not a victim mm -hmm. either. Like, I can't, I'm not going to identify it in mm -hmm. that. Right. I. Yeah. Yeah. I think Satan, that's another, you know, the victim thing. You can get sucked in and trapped mm -hmm. into that victim i feel like it's a victim spirit i you know you are it it's a bondage over your mind yes oh the mind uh -huh. oh the mind uh -huh. the enemy loves to run rampant in our mind he does mm -hmm. but by speaking and believing and receiving the gift mm -hmm. we break that we thwart his purpose and intention yes. is to not let us recognize our identity mm. which is in Christ Jesus yes mm. thank you Lord for the gift yes thank you Lord for the gift and thank you for this word today mm -hmm. mm. so thank you for joining us God bless you God keep you May his hands always be upon you. May he be gracious to you, kind to you. <laughs> I pray that God lays a spirit of discernment on you so that you can discern the right and the wrong. We are praying for you. Thank you for joining us.